Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. in us not to think beyond what is written that none of you may be puffed up on behalf of one against the other for who makes you differ from another what do you have that you did not receive now if you did indeed receive it why do you boast as if you had not received it again poverty of spirit the recognition that I have nothing I accomplish nothing I can do nothing apart from what I receive from Him. God is our hope and strength and the source of every good thing we have. Do you have the realization each day that everything you have is not your own? That it is really what God has blessed you with to be a good steward of? When you look at your own life, how are you using the gifts God has given you? Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 16 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. The Apostle Paul, he was a man of great intelligence and ability. Apparently he came from a prominent family. The Bible tells us about his heritage. He was a Roman citizen. He studied under this famous rabbi that not everybody got to study with this guy. But he learned that none of that impressed God. Do you understand that God isn't impressed with our abilities and achievements and accomplishments and position in society or any of that? He's not impressed by any of it. Isaiah chapter 66 tells us what impresses God. Here's what impresses God. Thus says the Lord, heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. Where is the house that you will build me? Where's the place of my rest? For all those things my hand has made and all those things exist. It's like, you didn't do that. I did that. You're going to take what I've done and somehow give me a gift from it. But on this one will I look. On him who is poor and of a contrite spirit and who trembles at my word. And the idea there is not material poverty. The idea being conveyed is the one that impresses me is the one who has a poor and contrite spirit. Who trembles at my word. You see, today we tremble. We're awed by the big show. We're awed by the fancy presentations. We're awed by all kinds of things, but not by the scriptures. We don't tremble at the word of God anymore, most of us, because we don't recognize the power contained in the scriptures. The word of God is living and active and sharper than a two-edged sword. The word of God is powerful. It pierces 
people's hearts. I'll never forget the night God spoke to me about coming down here. I didn't even know that's what it was about in that moment. I entered this big Baptist church, and it was old school Baptist church, you know, organ, piano. There was a choir loft that would probably seat 200 people. And the sanctuary was this, you know, enormous thing with uh, probably 1,500 people. And I slipped in because I left work and the service was over. And as I sat down near the back, just kind of slipped in, the pastor began to read a passage. I don't remember anything the guy said. He read about two verses out of Luke chapter 12, and it just opened me up. And I began to weep. I mean, embarrassed, you know what I'm saying? Like the embarrassing kind of loud sobbing, you know, where you're shaking and snot going everywhere. It's just nasty. The people around you are, you know, like, what's wrong with him? Because all I did was come in. I mean, I hadn't been there three or four minutes. And all he did was read a few verses from Luke chapter 12. The word of God is powerful, changed everything. Two weeks later, I was in Miami thinking it would be for six months. That was 32 years ago. He uprooted me, changed everything in my life using his word. We should tremble at his word. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1, the Holy Spirit tells us how to become poor in spirit. The Apostle Paul was confronting our tendency to elevate men. And he says, let a man so consider us, the Apostle, your leaders, let a man so consider us as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. It's all God. He's entrusted some things to us, but it all belongs to him. We're just stewards of what he entrusts to us. With me, it's a very small thing that I should be judged by you or by a human court. In fact, I do not even judge myself. For I know of nothing against myself, yet I'm not justified by this. But he who judges me is the Lord. Therefore, judge nothing before the time until the Lord comes, who will both bring to light the hidden things of darkness and reveal the counsels of the hearts. Then each one's praise will come from God. In other words, it doesn't matter what people around you think of you. What matters is what God thinks of you. And one day he's going to tell you, and you should be ever mindful of that as you live your life. Now, these things, brethren, I figuratively transferred to myself and Apollos for your sakes, that you may learn in us not to think beyond what is written, that none of you may be puffed up on behalf of one against the other. For who makes you differ from another? What do you have that you did not receive? Now, if you did indeed receive it, why do you boast as if you had not received it? Again, poverty of spirit, the recognition that I have nothing, I accomplish nothing, I can do nothing apart from what I receive from him. If I have any intellectual ability, it's because he's given it to me. If I have any physical stamina, any physical strength, it's because he's given it to me. If I have any opportunities to apply whatever talents, skills, training, education, it's because he gives those things to me. I used to think how awesome, how awesome it would be to have lived in the days of the Old West. Or to go back even further, to live in the days of like medieval times, you know what I mean? with the knights in shining armor, you know. But I read a lot. You know what I've learned as I've read a lot about the Old West, 
the old days, medieval times, most of it wasn't glamorous. Most of it was pretty nasty. And not everybody was a knight in shining armor or a cowboy with a six gun, right? It was actually pretty, pretty awful for most people on the planet. And then I stop and I think, man, I live in the age of the iPad. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm driving at? I can educate myself to a degree far beyond anything people 100 years ago could begin to contemplate. I don't even have to leave my little man cave. I can learn more in a year with an iPad and an internet connection. You see what I'm saying? Than Ben Franklin could ever have learned in a lifetime. He didn't have access to what I have access to, to what you have access to. And it's not because God loves me more. It's not because I deserve it more. I need to remember that it's all from God. I need to keep it in perspective, you know? Jesus taught us that the very greatest in the kingdom of God would be the one who is servant of all. And you see, that one could be the very, very best at whatever it is he does in service to the kingdom. Do you understand? The greatest physicist, the greatest surgeon or musician, mathematician, business person could be the greatest business mind that planet Earth has ever known if he or she recognizes the author, where it came from. Well, that person understanding that they have received their talents and their opportunities and all of these things from God may very well be poor in spirit. If they genuinely see themselves as stewards of their great intellect, abilities, with a duty to be a blessing to other people, they may be world-renowned and poor in spirit. And so the question comes, do I view myself, do you view yourself in the light of our cultural values or in the light of God's incomparable glory and power? In Isaiah chapter 6, the prophet Isaiah says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne. What a statement. Can you see the contrast? In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim. Each one had six wings. With two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, with two he flew. And one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Thanks for joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study of Jesus' life from Matthew's perspective next time. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and 1 and 6 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we would still love to have you be a part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. 
We'd love to hear from you too. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That number again is 305-531-2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more from the book of Matthew right here on Main Thing Radio.